0: What's up everyone and welcome back to hungover podcast episode 156. (laughs) Let's go with that. Um, We are so
1: good at this. We have finally mastered podcasting.
0: (laughs) We have, we really have. I'm actually 100% hungover today for real. This is the big time boys. We made it to the hungover podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Julian. And I'm the not hungover, gonna be loud as
1: ever, in Julian's ear, Yvonne. And today we're gonna talk about something that just came out so recent that we're gonna actually be able to be like on the forefront of news, which is something that Julian has always been telling me. We need to be hitting the headlines that are just coming out. We have to. Uh, and so, we're relevant. This is no evergreen podcast. This is front-of-the-headlines newspaper stuff. Don't
0: listen to this in a year. Just, we're getting all the views in one day. And that's it for this podcast. Don't yeah, even think about it. Yeah, that's what we want.
1: <laughs> we're Haute Couture. Uh, we're going to be talking about the news that just dropped. Uh, some updates for the Steam Deck. No more rumors. Steam has
0: An announcement it's pretty sweet it is pretty sweet looking anyways uh we're gonna get into that but we always start our podcast out every single week by asking each other what media have you been consuming upon and what did you drink last night
1: bruh
0: also I'll i haven't seen i haven't talked to you in like three weeks so this might be <laughs> a longer segment let's let's get into it <laughs>
1: What have I been doing? Uh, did I wait? What? Where? Where am I? What? Ha- what has happened? Did I tell you that I went to the movie theaters and saw A Quiet Place Two like a while ago? I must have, right? Yeah, I said, but I talked about that movie experience. Yeah, that was sure. like too long ago. Hmm. All right, because that was when I went to Texas. All right, I'm all discombobulated. What's happened to, to me is uh, work has picked up significantly. We start filming next, this week, mm-hmm. as it would be for when the podcast comes out. And that means that uh, uh, my workload has increased like 150 to 200% a day. Uh, so there are multiple days uh, this past week where I was doing over 12 hours a day at work. And last Friday, I did the same thing and I was just too exhausted uh, over the weekend, so I wasn't able to record with Julian. Julian was really disappointed because I didn't message that well. So we're going to air out that grievance right here on the podcast, everybody. Drama. Drama. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry, Julian. I just, like, I had That's no fine, energy. I needed, I needed to recoup. This weekend... We needed
0: a break. We needed a break. Much the better.
1: Podcast. Because here's what happened. July 4th weekend, I moved down from... Syracuse, all my stuff. Here's the story of how that happened. I was going to fly out on Friday, uh, and I was supposed to grab this, uh, la- basically it's the last flight out of Saigon, um, and a storm raged across the plains of Texas and shut down all of these American Airlines flights. You know how you've been reading about American has been having trouble and had to cu- cut down on flights and is cancelling left and right, just yeah. tossing out the cancelled uh, tickets. Yeah. Well, I was one of said cancelled tickets, basically, because the airline got delayed so much that I would have missed my last connecting flight. And then they're like, okay, we've got a great option for you. How would you like to get to Syracuse on Sunday? <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't Shall work I at all. And... They were like, okay, let me put you on hold an hour and 15 minutes later with no at all check-in on, on me. I'm just on Sweet. the hold line. Sick. An hour and 15 minutes later, they're like, we can get you into Rochester tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Not serious. I want you on this flight into Washington, D.C. You stay there overnight on your own time, and then <laughs> we'll fly you at 10 o'clock the next day. I'm like, guys, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, there's that? no better that you can do. So they're like, we'll take a look. And then they put me on hold for another 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm, at this point, I am like, I've already bought a Delta flight for the next day. Sick. Yep. Um. <clears throat> uh, so he came back on and he was like, nope, the best we can do is getting you to Rochester, which is an hour away from my destination yeah. the next night at like 10pm. T- I was okay. like, no thanks, it doesn't work, cancel the whole thing. The problem is, I booked that ticket uh, using my uh, points, so uh-huh. I don't know how re- uh I still have to figure out uh, how I'm going to get reimbursed for that, because I didn't, I don't, it, I apparently got reimbursed, but I have no idea where the, this reimbursement has gone to. Okay. So now I'm out between the two flights, like all of my points and having to book a next day flight. It's like a thousand dollars, unless I can fi- figure out how that reimbursement can get back into my pocket. Oof. So uh, the next, I leave the airport. <laughs> so basically i've spent i, I i've spent 90 dollars in ubers back and forth by the time i fly out oh my and, god you know the next day on saturday perfect flight back straight to uh through detroit to buffalo beautiful <laughs> uh i get into the uh to my dad's house where we're unloading stuff at like seven thirty, and laura's not there laura yeah. In the meantime, on Saturday, I was supposed to get into Syracuse on Friday, help her with the movers on Saturday, and then execute the supervision of the load-in uh on Saturday. Mm-hmm. However, our brilliant moving company, this is kids, every single time, this is like every single time you go through, you talk to all these moving companies, yes. and the cheapest one is staring you in the face. And you go, man, it's like $500 less than the next one. And you say, I have heard all these stories about people using the cheapest moving company and things happen and it's not great. But you're like, that ain't me. I'm good, it's a short move. I'm just moving from Syracuse to Buffalo. I can literally drive behind the truck. There's nothing that can go wrong. I'm here to tell you, Spend the extra five hundred dollars. <laughs> spend the extra six hundred. Whatever it is, don't go with the bottom tier bit. What did they do?
0: What did they so do? So they gave us a window
1: from ten to one. I was yeah. like, okay, that's fine. You know, normal stuff. Everybody uh like Laura's parents were like, oh they'll show up at ten. <laughs> they just want to get it done and out of the way. They didn't show up until four thirty. Uh which means they didn't get out of Syracuse until seven
0: thirty, basically when I arrived. Didn't Which have means like they didn't a... get they yep. didn't have a what uh, oh, like an expert team on the job that can just move the boxes real fast into the truck? They had two guys. Ugh. One older yeah, and one course. a young kid. Yeah. that's a classic and combo dude. Classic and didn't combo have his inhaler. <laughs> oh,
1: so I'm like fucking killing him oh because I, I we have to store this stuff at my dad's house because it's free storage space essentially on yeah. the third floor, which means that these guys have to huff it up two flights of stairs and the one kid doesn't have his inhaler. <laughs> so needless to say, they get in around nine, uh, about an hour into the unload process. My dad is furious. They, they knocked over one picture frame. <laughs> damaged the plastic picture frame a little bit that you can't even see, and he's like, you have ruined my, my reputation and my house.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have besmirched the Bakken name. God damn it. So I was like, you're ridiculous? Anyway, I led into a huge argument with my pops, but that's beside the point. About an hour into you this always, process... What?
0: You're always fighting with your tech
1: <laughs> Classic. I mean... We're two very Different. both disciplined and hard-headed men yes. that both have our own strong opinions, and he thinks that his way is the only way, and I'm like, there's multiple ways to do things, and thus we argue. Um, so regardless, um, about an hour into this process, these fellas are not making headway. I'm like, this is not happening. So, I stripped uh, down, <laughs> and I start fucking huff, huffing boxes up and down the stairs.
0: What am I paying you guys for? These guys had work been working here. 6, 6
1: a.m. Uh, and classic me, I just kind of, like, paid them what they asked and a little more for a tip. But, like, man, it was, it was a hell of a time, a hell of a night. So, after that... Uh-huh, like three hours of me helping these guys lug boxes up and down, and Laura God bless her for packing up the house by herself, yeah, she also said bucket a lot of the times with the uh load of the book uh, of the of the boxes, so there was a large box with books, like, yeah two by two by two three by three or four by two by two, and it's just books. And I'm like, this is impossible. <laughs> hey, so some of the boxes were impossibly heavy. Other boxes were totally great. Um, great. And it was just a mixed bag. Uh, you never know what you're going to get into. Anyway, by the end of it, everybody was exhausted. I had catered the, the event by Dinosaur Barbecues, So we gave those guys a plate each and uh-huh. set them on their merry way. And then it was us driving down... <laughs> from buffalo to louisville which was only seven and a half ish hours it was not bad of a drive the cats were great Lori did a really good job of like getting these hormones that will calm them down and and getting them ready for uh, being in the carriers for so long then we arrive at the place in louisville and it's not been turned over (laughs) Uh... so there's no linens on the bed oh god there's uh, a pack of linens, dirty, dirty linens, in a closet in the back room, uh, in the bed, in the in a closet in the bathroom. So I, luckily, there was a washer dryer in the unit. So I just washed washed those things, then put them on. And uh, the internet crapped out, so we were trying to watch something at the end of the night. This is Fourth of July. We went to the Louisville like fireworks on the Mississippi, uh, on not the Mississippi. It couldn't have been but we went to the fireworks then we came back um uh, we wanted to watch a little gilmore girls relax from a long day then head to bed we had to wait for the sheets to dry and then we would be able to watch five minutes and then it would crap out Ugh, come on. <laughs> and then five minutes later it would come back on and then like 10 minutes crap out that sucks man. it was the worst i just i passed out the next day we finished the drive uh unloaded so the cats are here they're getting used to it of course one of the couches has a big hole underneath <laughs> and all of the like all of the underneath fabric is just cut up yeah so they're they're hiding inside the couch it's great
0: they love that shit Ugh.
1: uh work sense. has been tough and getting like used to having a girlfriend here at the same time so like between commuting to work and being at work, that's like 12 to 13 hours, so I have very little time at home to do other things. I have continued to read, I'm finishing up my book on salt, and I started a really cool book on Genghis Khan that I'm oh, really cool. in love with. Um, nice. Yeah, so that I've been trying to read more as a relaxation method instead of consuming media and video games. Uh, but. I did get Laura into Donnie Brasco because I started watching Sopranos clips on YouTube at work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and then I was like, man, Donnie Brasco is such a good movie. And so I showed Laura 15 minutes of Donnie Brasco the other night and she got hooked. So we're, we're slowly making our incremental way through Donnie Brasco. Donnie but it Brasco. takes... We have so little time. Like I got home from work at like 9 o'clock last night. Well, like... Actually, 15 minutes before 9. And then we had reservations at a really good restaurant down the block from me called Giacomo's at 9. So we rushed over there. I had a neck of lamb. Nice. Which was awesome. Yeah, man. I've never had it before. It's such a good cut of meat. It's delicious, yeah. Slow roasted. There's the big, I had two huge vertebra, which look really cool. Lamb neck asabuco. Yeah, man. It was awesome. And I had that for breakfast too because I had, they had, have you had the Louisiana cheesecake when you were down here? No. It's a gator sausage and uh, shrimp in a, in like a savory cheesecake form. It's amazing. They gave you, they gave me like a little slice for an appetizer. And I was like, this is one of the only appetizers where I wish I had just a, the more. (laughs) Uh, It was perfect. Uh, and nice. I had a Sazerac, too, with dinner. It was my first Sazerac in New Orleans, and it was superb. It's The Sazerac is such a good drink. Wow, man. All right. right? And Laura had a a, a hurricane, the Giacomo's <laughs> take on a hurricane, and it was awful. Fucking... <laughs> Not, I mean, it was a good version of the hurricane, but just the hurricane itself was so terrible. You gotta, you gotta get one, though. <laughs> Knock yourself out. When our buddy comes down next weekend, I have to work on Saturday now, but on Sunday, hopefully we'll be able to hang out and I'll swig some hurricanes with him Good what idea. did you get what did you get drunk on man?
0: Uh, now that I've taken up thirty minutes of the podcast oh God, I don't even want to think about it I'm very very uh not functioning very well right now uh, <laughs> um we I decided that. I wanted to drink sake. Oh, I. love junmai sake. Um. So Daniel and I polished off a bottle. No problem. Um. Come back up. Sorry. <laughs> Holy shit, you're in a bad uh, way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: This is the true hungover podcast. Yep. All right, everyone. Uh, well, <laughs> Julian is incredibly brave for starting this podcast when he was in this way. Man, <laughs> I would have uh, pulled the plug on being able to do it at this point. That is pretty astounding that he uh, was wanting to power through this. Not only that, I gave him five different uh, topics, and he made a decision. He was with it. Uh, Can we talk about how great the Olympics are going to be in terms of a drinking culture that is incredibly uh, prophetic, not prolific in Japan? And what I'm looking at here is an Olympic Games Tokyo sake set where they have a blue, yellow, black, green, and red sake bottle so that you can drink the Olympics in sakes. It's great. I mean, wonderful uh, bringing together of of cultures and peoples from around the world in the greatest athletic uh, prowess competition that we can have i mean let's set aside the fact that we does japan need to proceed i mean they're having a lot of issues with uh COVID at the moment they went into another lockdown probably in preparation for the olympics but man <coughs> it'll be great
0: okay hungover podcast very hungover don't man, worry about a- that <laughs> i drink <coughs> sorry I drank Junmai. I actually feel a lot better now. I drank Junmai. This is the ultimate. We peaked on the internet just now. Um, I drank some Junmai, which is one of my favorite types of sake. It's usually a little... You know, it's like a crisp, clean flavor. has a little sweetness to it, and uh, it's really nice. But... We also, I also wanted to try some shochu, which is a distilled uh, spirit. Um, It's usually distilled, it's like a fortified uh, sake, essentially. Okay. Uh, But they're usually around 25%. Um, And they're usually made, they're made from three things. Uh, You can either get one made from sweet potato you can get one made from rice or barley i believe <clears throat> those are the three things in japan that they have abundance of i guess <laughs> so they make uh, alcohol out of it uh it was nice um and i also got a yuzu sake Ooh, which was that, really, sounds that was really great that was top um i love yuzu oh, yuzu yeah. i think has made a strong
1: resurgence in terms of flavor recently yeah i think it's one of these cyclical uh flavor enhancers but it's it's made a strong case lately of being the number one flavor that i'm
0: looking for yeah yeah um but essentially i made the mistake of challenging daniel to a game of drinkio cart which is uh, our classic what we used to get drunk off, um, uh, was it the Modelo Especial? We would just chug those. Um, and I'm not exactly uh 24 anymore, so I can't <laughs> exactly do that very well, um, anymore. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, um, I'm paying for it right now, but I think I feel a lot better. I'm sorry, there was a brief, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. <clears throat> But yeah, no. Aside from that, uh, yesterday I got myself a new monitor, um, hey. in sort of because my my main squeeze, my 4K 120 hertz monitor crapped out on me. It started. No. I purchased it in 2019, refurbished. It was a Acer Predator monitor. It was really nice. Yeah uh you know 4k 120 hertz i was playing overwatch in 4k 120 um and but i did this is one of the few times this has ever happened to me a life in my life i did purchase the micro center warranty on it i my man (laughs) a two year warranty and i lost the receipt and i'm like whatever i'll just go ask them if i still have this warranty because this monitor was eight hundred dollars Um, and, and it was, it started giving me black horizontal lines across it just indefinitely. Um, and I asked them if they could look me up with my phone number or something and they looked it up. They're like, yeah, yeah, you have a warranty on this until December. So it's like, I'm coming over on my next day off. See you guys soon. Uh, brought the monitor in, um, and you know, they, they had some sort of complication with uh, officializing my warranty, but they're like, we're gonna. <laughs> I kept thinking about this in my head, this is how I wanted to tell the story on the podcast. We're, we're old men honoring our agreement. <laughs> Come back to become young men again. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying that in my head. I don't know why, because I'm an, an <laughs> fucking dweeb. <laughs> but they actually. A micro is pretty sick, dude. There's only like. Thirty locations across the United States, but they're pretty cool, man. Um, they they honored their agreement with me and they bought me out. They gave me an eight hundred dollar gift card to Micro Center, wow. <laughs> just completely refunded it for me because I purchased this one hundred dollar two year warranty. Um, so I I was like, all right, I'm gonna go look around the old Micro Center store right now. I've got eight hundred dollars to spend here, um, and so I decided that instead of getting the same monitor again, I wanted to try out an ultra-wide monitor, Vaughn. So now I'm nice. looking at you in 21 by 9 ratio. It's pretty sick. Uh, three four. It's 3,440 pixels by 1440. So it's a 1440p panel, 2K panel, but it's ultra-wide, 34 inches. It was only four hundred dollars so i have i still have like three hundred dollars to spend at micro center so i i basically upgraded the into refresh? oh 144 hertz also so and gdg uh yeah this is a ms it's msi it's a really nice monitor i like it a lot yeah what's the what's the gray to gray oh i oh i actually took a picture of the statistics uh, that's really
1: cool I I actually can talk to you then about the ultra wide monitor
0: I bought for work. Is it pixel pitch that you want, or
1: no? But pixel pitch is an excellent.
0: I was it's thinking 0. of the gray to grade. 3... I don't think they advertise. I have the brightness. And how the... many nits? What what does your nits count? fifty. It's not. It doesn't get that. Oh, native contrast three thousand to one. I don't know. Ooh, what that means that's not bad. 250 cd over meter squared per meter squared. I don't really know. I it, it's a nice monitor. I like it a lot. I got it for 400 bucks. And uh I figured, you know, I'm upgrading in a way because it's a higher refresh rate, downgrading in a way, but I still have $300 to spend and it's a great monitor, it is. And it's bigger too, so I'm I'm really happy about this purchase, um, and it's working out. So now I have two vertical monitors, one ultra wide. <laughs> I'm ready to start coding, uh, cause I'm moving along ha- ahead with my coding. <laughs> there you and go. With my buddy, Mako, um, we're getting along. I'm learning how to put in basic security measures in my login system, so i'm working on that but yeah other than that i had to reinstall windows as well because i got a virus on my computer um from downloading sega saturn games (laughs) (laughs) that makes total sense it's it's just karma so i ended up actually purchasing a hard drive with every single sega saturn game from a company that maybe shouldn't exist i don't know uh (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely just selling ROMs of Sega Saturn games, so I won't advertise them um, because I don't want them to go down because it was actually awesome. So they sent me an SSD with every single Sega Saturn game, both English and Japanese games, and I plugged that bad boy into my mode, my modded Sega Saturn, so now I have every Sega Saturn game ever, including demo discs and, and random shit like that. So, I'm very pleased with myself, and I play a lot of Sega Saturn now. I... But, yeah, that is uh, clean install Windows, and then I did that. Yvonne, you know what the Sega Saturn can't do, though? Uh... When...
1: It can't have the 32-inch curved 4K Ultra HD monitor that I also purchased for work.
0: Whoa, this guy.
1: I sent it the link. That's the one that I just purchased for work because I was tired of having two monitors on my desk. Uh-huh. So I just bought one big one. So we're both moving into the ultra-wide game. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, I
0: played Overwatch. The first thing I had to do was boot up Overwatch. I put it in 21 by 9 ratio. It, it overwatch doesn't have um that it doesn't allow you to increase the field of view over one oh three so twenty one by nine overwatch is actually not an optimal way to play it <laughs> uh, but it looks cool i will admit i had to try you it. fully immersive yeah
1: you know what else is gonna be fully immersive when you're on the train and oh. you got yourself Cyberpunk 2777, 2777,
0: right in your face. Yes. Let's talk about the new announcement from Valve, the Steam Deck. Wow. The Switch Killer. Is Uh, this
1: going to be a way for you to
0: to help stream? Is it a stream deck, Julian? No, Vaughn. This is the Steam Deck, Valve's portable Steam console where you will be able to take your entire Steam library with you on the go. And depending on what game you're playing, you might get five to six hours of battery life on it.
1: <laughs> but what? it's also
0: more than that, Yvonne. It can do some other things, such as browse the internet and such. It can only connect to Wi-Fi. You won't be able to put your data card into it. There's multiple different SKUs, depending on how much... Uh, you know, how much... Storage you Vazool's. want going up for how many fazools you gonna drop? Fazooli. <laughs> fusili. Uh, the six hundred sixty-four bit, a uh, sixty-four bit, sixty-four gig version goes for four hundred and ranges to five hundred and twelve gigs. But if you ever want to play, <laughs> I guess you can't play Warzone on um on Steam, but. Uh, Maybe, maybe you can. Because you can, you can, can't you get Steam to boot games that aren't sold on Steam? Somehow? I think. Man, know, right? I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I only play Steam games. But regardless. <laughs> I'll do it the simplest way possible. <laughs> regardless, this is a really huge announcement. Conveniently announced the same day as uh, Switch OLED models go on pre order. Uh, I think this was definitely. A calculated strike uh, to garner everyone's attention on the internet. I'm good at, <laughs> I'm good at calculation.
1: There's yes. a Dark Knight quote for everything. Ivan, right.
0: tell me what's your first impressions of this? My Are first impression one? is
1: that the four hundred dollars version is garbage, and no one should get it. No, one. uh, trash. And then after that, so realistically, we're talking about an either $530 or $650 uh, piece of hardware.
0: Yeah. How it's much expensive. do the OLED
1: Switches retail for? 350 350 So you're paying a premium to be able to play 720p That's computer trendy. games on, on the, the trade
0: or yes. wherever. Yes, and uh, you're going to be able to play those indie games before they come to the Switch, though, on the go. Huh? But thankfully,
1: everything comes to the Switch, like six That's years true. later, but who cares <laughs> at that point, you know? Uh, I I will say the one thing that uh, I think that this gives you is the ubiquity of Steam. Yeah. So Steam will be your... Uh, on the couch with your whatever setup that you have there, at your computer desk with uh, your your Haas on your fucking laptop at work when you should be doing your cost reports, your TPP <laughs> We're ta- reports. We're
0: talking about you, Captain Video. And then when you go somewhere. to the
1: bathroom, you plug this right into your back pocket. It's so discreet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that you can no totally put this in your pocket.
0: <laughs> This and then thing, you're sitting
1: uh, on the john playing your your cyberpunks <laughs> and your witchers uh which you could
0: you well i mean witcher you can play on switch right I yeah think. you can i played so, it a little bit it's not bad i i mean it's it's also not running at 720p though it's running at 540p and it chugs but <laughs> so <laughs> but here's I, my question with yes. the
1: size of, it's a seven inch
0: touchscreen and i believe it's oled is it oled i thought it was just led is it led okay
1: fine,
0: fine. Uh, that now, so okay. the
1: thing is uh let me find I'll, I'll i'll you you find the 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 screen um sure. but i th- what i think that this will uh, this is just trying to make it ease of use everywhere. So one of the things that I think Apple brings to such a powerful part of Apple's whole package is that everything that they do easily unifies and transfers across systems. Mm-hmm. You can text on your Mac, uh, your MacBook, your MacBook Pro, and your phone. Yeah, whatever, that is really and your cool. phone.
0: Messages, yeah.
1: Uh, Which means that you can pull screenshots into a text message, pull them out, and it's super easy, quick, um, ubiquitous. Is gaming the same thing, or have we, especially in the modern digital age, become used to having multiple different game libraries that we have to manage? is this going to be an object that breaks down the need to have multiple libraries and figure out where all the games are? Or, since you still can't get Nintendo games onto the Steam Deck, you're still going to need the Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, is the draw being able to play computer games on the go? Or is the draw the specific games that you will be playing that you want to engage with. So I think that's the question that we have here is like, is there a hardcore or a casual game? Well, I think at the price point that they're setting, it's gotta be a hardcore uh, style a gamer. Like this, yeah. isn't, this is a very expensive piece of hardware. It's basically a new computer that you can just move around. Yeah. So are people going to buy a computer that's mobile just so that they can play games on the move, or and and have a unified library across all of those places. Or do you have the mobile console because those are where the games that you want to
0: play are? Yvonne that's a great question. I would <clears throat> I would say this is probably going to be. So I think there's probably two big audiences for this this is going to be a really good entry point for a lot of people who don't or who maybe primarily console players uh to dive into um playing pc games specific pc games i guess uh, maybe through the ability of playing the games that they like on their consoles that are also on steam and then they can they can delve into what all the nonsense, shit, bullshit on Steam. They can also sift through that and find, you know, maybe like a tactical RPG or or like a uh, you can play. What are they? Real time strategy games. Uh, all those computer nerds, you know, open up your spreadsheets and shit. Um, <laughs> so I think I there's do that love audience. A <laughs> I think you can use spreadsheets there's going to be that audience which i think is uh you know a pretty cool way for someone to get into pc gaming that through this uh nice 1280 by 800 pixel screen Yvonne it's a 16 by 10 aspect ratio gotta bring it back a little more height that's pretty nice it's an lcd screen ips of course what is ips in
1: in-panel uh, in switch. switching. Yeah, so, right, IPS
0: right. helps with uh, eye fatigue. Yes, they're they're awesome. 7-inch uh, diagonal, 400 nits, typical. 60 hertz refresh rate, touch enabled, ambient light sensor. It's got Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, something that the Nintendo Switch struggles with and doesn't even have. Bluetooth, I'm really pissed off, doesn't have that. Um, but, And you can also add a micro SD card if you want to expand the storage. Uh, The two more expensive uh, models, so the 256 gig and the 512 gig, have NVMe SSDs. The 512 one is going to be a high speed one, PCIe. um, And the 256 gig doesn't really say it's high speed. But. I think this would is also going to be a nice addition to someone. I might not necessarily get it cuz I don't really play a lot of Steam games. Um and I personally don't I don't think it looks that nice. This is like typical Valve um design. I I just don't really like their design too much. I think it it looks kind of clunky personally i think it's like it does look clunky the the controllers on either side of the screen are too wide in my my opinion it's not very sleek rather
1: how else are you gonna stick your 16 different input
0: versions bruh you're right i need to have every control possible all the macros uh but yeah it's i it's gonna be for someone like me or or you who plays a lot of steam games This is nice if you commute and you can play games on your commute. Uh, It's going to be hard to drive and play video games. Which is not the majority of people. A lot of people drive to work, right? So this is maybe for the kid. Throw it in the back for the kid, you know?
1: For $500? $500? And it's a very expensive, like... Imagine the cases for this
0: thing. (laughs) I know, (laughs) right? Make it even bulkier.
1: I imagine that it's probably, like, as few moving parts as possible right yeah but still i don't know but it's I, it there's, also has for like some that... reason like a, a handheld console always feels to me like uh it's slightly more uh it's like better designed for hard use like you know like kids yeah like that's right uh, but that's so, yeah this feels different. <laughs> like, when you're this like, this is a like little a computer. Yep. I'm like, oh, this is too expensive to hand this to little junior in the back. <laughs> well, I'm... Okay, when he loses so, in FIFA and he throws it against the car door.
0: So, I'm intrigued about this con- uh, console specifically because Sony has been slowly but surely porting a lot of their games to PC. You see Horizon Zero Dawn out there. They've got Death Stranding. You know, stranding type video games are my favorite genre of on. Uh, so <laughs> uh, and they have Metal Gear Solid 5 I could play. So these are the types of games I would end up playing on this thing. Bring I'm me not... Metal Gear Solid 4. I know, I wish. Uh not not a uh, your I don't see how you're going to be able to play a what strategy rpg or what's it the real-time strategy games you really need a mouse and keyboard for those uh which you can hook up to this thing once you hook it up to its dock but you can also hook up, uh, up fighting a
1: uh pads yes. or whatever yeah fight
0: sig has two usb ports has one 3.0 usb it has a display port hdmi power ethernet big deal and you know it's pretty sweet so it's got a lot packed is...
1: into a very small form factor.
0: Exactly. It's it is a very impressive piece of tech. Um I would definitely want to play something like Death Stranding on this or Horizon Zero Dawn is a really cool thing to be able to take on the go those types of games. So and I'm sure Sony has and like I said Sony has been slowly porting its games. I think they're going to bring ghost of tsushima and and uh god of war eventually so this would be a really cool way to play them portably so do you think this thing's gonna kill the switch yvonne or is nintendo uh, just a rolling rock down the hill you can't stop him
1: no this is what we're this is the question that i brought up earlier like yeah i know I what who it. is this for um and i think um I mean, it sounds good, but how many times has Steam tried to create this kind of hardware or, or somebody's tried to create this kind of hardware and it just doesn't have a strong enough draw? I think one of the reasons that the Nintendo Switch is so successful is that that is the modern console, right? There is no alternative to play the, for, uh, the newest uh, set of games than playing it on the Switch. Yeah. When you have so many different ways that you can play Switch, uh not Switch, uh Steam, Steam games, games, then I think you run into this isn't going to overtake the market, right? This is going to be So then you have to to t- take a look at when we're talking about handheld consoles, I think it will eat in, but I think it's going to be a Switch Plus kind of thing, like when people bought the xbox and the xbox 360 and the ps2 they got the ps4 and um the whatever xbox it was at the time
0: it it boils down to exclusive games i would say nintendo has you know the only place you can play nintendo games unless you do it illegally on your computer is on the switch or whatever nintendo console Of your choice, right? You can't play Mario anywhere else. You can't play Zelda anywhere else. And those games started the video game industry to a certain extent. So they've been around for 35 years at this point. So... So that's that's, a huge huge cult, built-in fan
1: base. I think um, it will be the case that this is going to be, like I was saying, an additional piece of hardware Mm -hmm. and not overtake because there's not going to be the same games that you can play in the two different places and it is a very expensive price point especially in comparison uh to the nintendo switch uh which has even cheaper price points to play the the same games right with the switch Lite. uh so i think if it does develop a market it's going to be extremely niche yeah um I think this will have high success rates in major urban centers where you have uh, public transport that's built out and, like a New York City. Uh, maybe we'll even see... I think, interestingly, I wonder what uh, this will do in foreign markets, like in Japan. Uh, I don't know the extent It'll to which PC gaming, etc., has developed there, but maybe this is an entry point where a lot... From what I recall, a lot of statistics about gaming in places like Japan is it's much more console based than PC based. So, when you're introducing a PC handheld uh, gaming system, will this be able to break through in those markets? So, are they looking not to break through into a global market, and say this is going to be the handheld thing, but find places where there are strange or, or, a Aver- uh, PC averse markets where they're going to be able to break in, um, and eventually down the line, like technology gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, right? So uh, maybe down the line it will, the price points will even out. But I still think that the hardware is just so massively overpowered that, uh, like, this thing when you attach it to the dock, Valve claims that you can play four K one hundred twenty Hertz. So. Uh, that was what I read on the Gizmodo report. So, it's interesting that we're going to have such a strong, uh, uh, powerful piece of hardware. I think if anything, this won't replace the, um, the like the commuter handheld device. But what it could do is replace the living room PC that uh, certain types of people have. So, if you can just plug this into a dock. That's really, but strange. also be able to take it with you. So now you can play your 4K 120 hertz games uh, on your TV, but also be able to move that into the bathroom when you need. Who to Who has a your, your 120 hertz
0: TV? That's crazy. I know they exist, but not many people have a 120 hertz TV. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's true. It could definitely easily replace my. Uh, for instance, I've got a living room PC. Uh, I use it to stream, but. I I don't think this thing will be capable. Uh, yeah, I wonder what the stream that's capabilities are. That's actually a really good question, considering that's probably one of their going to be one of their biggest markets, um, is streamers. You know, people who... If this can stream also, this would be nice for them if they need to do, like, a portable stream or something. That would be sick. But I, I, I think it's more likely that you would want to capture... What this thing's outputting, and then stream it with your PC, uh, I guess. But that would be a weird play around situation. Yeah, that's because, gonna be, yeah,
1: yeah. I I didn't even think about these streaming implications um, in terms of. It's because you never think about streaming, Ivan. <laughs> I'm
0: always thinking about streaming. <laughs>
1: but do you think Algotta is gonna have to develop like a, a like a wi-fi slash
0: card uh like capture card device uh no because this thing you can already use Elgato with uh if you just capture the HDMI output i would uh, from the dock but uh being able to stream from this handheld that would be crazy I know, yeah, like a little U, uh, yeah.
1: USB-C dongle that is both yeah, a capture that... card and able to shortwave broadcast to like a <laughs> phone or something. That would be
0: crazy. That's too much.
1: This, like a you Bluetooth don't give, signal.
0: You do, we don't need to give streamers that much power of Vaughn. That's, That's too much. It it's too much. is a
1: lot. I I, I mean, yeah. that implication alone is going to be super interesting to see if they can have that kind of um, what what that capability would be.
0: Yeah, well... Man, that
1: that see. seems like an expansive market. If
0: you could create that device,
1: that's the future.
0: Cut this out, Cut everyone. Out. We're working on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all in all, this thing, you know... Uh, A lot of people are pre-ordering it. It looks really exciting. It's an interesting Uh, pre-order system, too. Because of the chip
1: shortage, you have to uh, reserve by putting a $5 down, which will go towards the end price point. And then you get, I think, put into a queue, basically, with those $5 reservations that then when your time comes up or whatever, then you get put into uh, the availability to purchase it. which is not unlike the new egg shuffle which i have been entering religiously for 30 40 days
0: uh
1: realistically i'm gonna get any of the 3000 series preferably above thirty sixty. but to upgrade on my 1080 i mean anything will be an upgrade right did you just
0: watch linus tech tips um yeah i guess that's a good point anything would be uh they were saying you can basically get the same performance like the difference between high and very high there's like a lot of diminishing returns and in, in graphics settings it's just not worth the investment or or potentially not worth the investment i mean obviously if you're looking for it you're looking for it but it's very difficult to tell the difference um between like high and very high and then very high in ultra settings but you need the 3090 to run ultra settings at whatever frame rate, right? But the 3070 will run the high or very high pretty well, like efficiently, depending on your resolution. And you can't really tell the difference that well, that much.
1: Yeah. Which is why I was just like, toss them all in the cart. Uh, Any of them will do. The only one that I didn't really want is the 3060... Because I don't think it will have the longevity of the 37, 3080, and 3090 in terms of keeping pace with what's going to come down the line. I do think that there's going to be a little bit of a difference in, in, in the longevity of those things. I see. But, I mean, the 1080 was like already like a two-year-old card, at when, least yeah. when, when I purchased it. it. So, at that point, now I'm at uh, five. I bought it in 2017, so that's... 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 plus 2, so that's a 7 year old card so I feel like it's well worth uh, the upgrade, and I'm not going to throw it away Um, my goal is to build up another PC with an AMD um, and then I'll just kind of keep this PC around to either stick in the living room or do something else with or make it my stream (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's what I did when I upgraded my graphics card, I made a another pc and put it in the living room with 1080 and uh but now is it
1: just worth it to buy this piece of hardware the the steam deck and just stick that in the living room and then i could take this 1080 and sell it scalped on on ebay for the price basically the price of the steam deck
0: you could you could which is crazy why would anyone buy that a seven-year-old car that's had pretty
1: decent use Although I keep my PC pretty clean. I know. Um, yeah. I also want a new case, the one that has like tempered glass instead
0: of the plastic yeah. that broke the first day I put it together. <laughs> yeah, it was so disappointing. So awesome. So awesome. Well, Ivan, this is, looks like a really interesting piece of hardware. I hope uh, everyone who wants to get it can get it. Uh, I know a lot of people are still struggling out there to get ps5s um i've been i i follow the ps5 subreddit and people are like so over it <laughs> they're just like why can't people do this why do these these online markets why won't they just let me pre-order it fuck these scalpers wait 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 i'm like yeah no just... i was look for, in terms of getting something like a you know long sought after piece of hardware if you're diligent enough like i was you know i i checked every day you know i knew when things were i had to you know you got your tabs open and refreshing and shit i got one and you also have to be willing to buy a a a bundle um so this is probably going to have some sort of bundle associated with it uh on if when you purchase it from target or wherever the fuck you're gonna buy it from Um, but also you can just reserve it on the steam deck website i guess i they might have
1: just been diligently putting into the new egg shuffle and i'm not looking to spend an a billion amount of dollars at any given moment so
0: if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't that's the way to look at that's the outlook you gotta have with this type of thing um you can't just spend your entire life doing it It sucks, but I. But look, you know, I hope everyone gets the item they want. Everyone's gone through a really long year and a half uh, of a pandemic, and you know, everyone needs that little bit of joy in their life. And if the PS Five or the Steam Deck does it for you, I hope you know. I hope you get it. Uh, I. Are you gonna get one of these, Yvonne? No. No. It's, I'm not the market for it. I'm really yeah because I guess you're not a big commuter in terms of you have you can play games on your commute and even if you did even if you could you'd probably be reading your book, uh, which is a great <laughs> alternative. Just go buy a book, kids. You don't need this <laughs> thing. There's a billion books out there. Just go listen. Read I one. took a I took a
1: two year break from physically reading books and mm-hmm. now I'm like I'm back into
0: you're it. You're ready to go, uh, I like the the draw of being able to play the playstation games that come to steam is really enticing to me so i go. may purchase this but how funny if, that this just that this <laughs> that, that the
1: playstation exclusives are not exclusive but this is the only exclusive handheld yeah, device guy. what it's, a it's,
0: crock it, this <laughs> is a weird weird uh future timeline that we're living in but uh, and wait, can you play Halo Master Chief Collection on Steam? I th- this is what I got to look into because all Microsoft games go to Steam. I got to look into, can you play like Master Chief Collection on this? I know I booted up from Steam, so surely I, I can do it. Um, so th- those are the things that I'm most interested in is cons- console-exclusive games. <laughs> playing on this. If you give me that, maybe I'll purchase it. Yeah, my Mass Effect Z3. 3 Legendary Edition on the go. Oops. That also very enticing. I've been wanting that to come to Switch so I can actually play it. You know, I don't want to waste my fucking time playing that game. My God, again. But if I can do it on my commute, maybe I would do it. So I think this is really big for cons- uh, commuters in uh, metropolitans like New York City where they can actually sit down and play it otherwise i uh it's really great for people who are just getting into pc gaming um this is sort of like a cheaper um, intel getting another kick of the nads though (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's an amd apu yeah uh and uh i hope everyone gets it if they want it that's my conclusion all right, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in yep. to this week's
1: edition of the Hungover Podcast, Very a hungover. truly hungover podcast. I Julian, I want you to stick podcast. that in right now because I was talking some great stuff.
0: Uh, so
1: tune I'll in next it. week. I'm just, I'm just gonna
0: <laughs> leave it. I have to download my editing software now, so <laughs> like that's gonna be a nightmare. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.